Welcome back to Men Doing the Work by Alpha Rising, where we share inspiring conversations to help you be a better father, better leader, better husband, and be the man you were meant to be. Welcome back to the show. Today, I am digging into module three of our Better Men program, which is identity. Who the fuck are you? Really? <laughs> this is a this is a big topic. This is one that I love digging into, and it's you know it's beginning of the program. We've already dug into accountability. We've dug into taking responsibility for making your word good, for showing up for for everything in your life. This next piece is it's a bit of a heavier part of the program. I, I will warn you, but in some ways, the it's not too bad. <laughs> Not to scare you off before we even start, but there's a lot of gold here. This is where we start to talk about your relationships with your parents and and your beliefs that you've inherited from them. So why do we dig into this? Because what you inherit belief-wise in your mind from your parents at an early age is is a big piece of what you end up, how you live your life, what you believe, you know, you're programmed essentially by them from an early age. And if you want, if, if they had great programming, if they're fucking crushing it and super happy and in great shape and loving life, then, and raised you super well and put all that in your head, then man, like you hit the jackpot <laughs> genetically. And uh, unfortunately, this is not the case for most people, uh, especially most people that get into this work. Because if you were raised amazingly by your parents and didn't have any amazing or crazy traumatic stuff that happened early on, then you're probably doing pretty good and not necessarily looking for this stuff. But most of us that are here started in a bit more of a fucked up way. Uh, at least I did, and a lot of people that I know get drawn into this work in some way. And not to say that people, that, you know, some people don't have problems or if you're, you know, there's no better or worse than. This is just the. <laughs> For me, at least, and a lot of people that I work with, there was some thought patterns, there were some beliefs, there were some things going on that weren't really serving them. Especially around emotional intelligence, this is a big one for most men, because most of our father's generations didn't have understanding about this. They weren't taught how to communicate their emotions, how to express their emotions, how to hold space for their partners, for their kids. They weren't taught the importance of being present and being loving. They just like the the general theme for most men of my parents' generation and beyond or earlier was just be a provider, be a protector, you know, go make money and come home and chill and, you know, try to disconnect <laughs> through whatever means necessary, you know. Uh, so this is a big piece to dig into because, again, there's this theme that I've mentioned already of living life by default or by design, which you get to choose. If you want to live by your defaults, these are the things that you inherited from your parents. This is the way you started naturally. This is the, the beliefs that they had, the ways they looked at life. You know, if, if they had, if there was scarcity thinking or feeling like there was never going to be enough or that the world is a dangerous place and it's out to get you. Like there, there's all sorts of like, maybe not super overt, but subconscious things going on beneath the surface that are changing the way that you live your life and show up. And 
for me, this was a big one because as, I, as I've touched on, <laughs> that there was a lot of that in my household growing up. My mom was very anxious. There was a lot of fear mentality that, again, came from the, the traumas that she'd had, her own experience. Oftentimes, these thought patterns and beliefs are passed down generation to generation. And we are the generation that's now really starting to understand a lot of this stuff. And we are now the generation that gets to choose if we want to break the chain on some of the suffering that's been passed down generationally. So again, for me, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of just, you know, trouble receiving. There was a lot of just scarcity, fear and lack. And, and there was a lot of love too. There was some amazing, great things. And I, I don't mean to talk badly about my parents. They did a fantastic job of raising me and, you know, I had a great household. And there was also these things underneath the surface, which for me really made it hard to have confidence as a kid. I was, as a child, I was very, I was very anxious. I was very, myself, I was very like, unconfident. I didn't have, I didn't really believe in myself because I wasn't shown how to, you know, I didn't, I didn't believe that I was worthy of making a lot of money. Uh, I just, so I didn't go for good jobs or, you know, I it kind of, you can see how the ripple effects happen of like your, your beliefs end up affecting everything in your life. Because if you believe, if you come from a super wealthy family, the connections that you're going to have and the ideas you're going to have about how life works and what you can go after are going to be very different than if you grew up in a family that no one's ever even been to college or made more than like 40, 50 grand a year. You know, it's like that you kind of end up having a ceiling that you're starting with. And again, back to default or design, if you want to work on this, if you choose to put in this work and understand where you came from, you can then start to design your life in a different way. You can start to change what your future is. You know, there's there's this kind of pretty simple concept that actually I got from Landmark originally was where it first hit me. Landmark Education's programs, their uh, their forum course that they do, which is that what's happened in the past doesn't have to be what happens in the future. Most people kind of live in that way of like, well, this is how it's gone always, so it's probably going to be the way it goes from here on out. And again, this is where I get that default or design concept of like, you can have it go that way, or you can put in the work to change that. And a big part of that, a big part of understanding this and changing the way that things are going is to actually understand what your default even is. Because if you don't understand it, it's just operating beneath the surface and it's always going to be running the show on some level. Versus if you take the time to understand what was your relationship with your parents? What was their relationship with money, with success, with entrepreneurship, with you know what health and happiness? Like, what did you inherit from them? How was your relationship with your mother, with your father? How is your relationship history in general with women uh, or you know or men or whatever it is you're up to? The <laughs> how is you know how what are your beliefs around all these things, and and how has your life been up until now? just really taking time to look at this to try to understand your beliefs and all these things that are running on a kind of a subconscious level will give you your baseline of where you're at right now and then you get to start deciding like okay does this belief serve me does like 
some great beliefs I got of just being a kind person and the importance of, of being loving and being caring and, and having that safety that I have in my heart that I know I'm always going to be loved regardless of what happens. My parents were amazing at instilling that in me from a very young age, and I'm super grateful for that. And there's some things that didn't work super well <laughs> that I didn't want to carry on as far as, you know, I want to become wealthy. I want to be able to provide and be of service and to give more. I want to make money and give a bunch of it away. I want to create more impact in the world. I want to leave a dent and make a positive change in the world. And I don't want to feel anxious. I don't want to feel scared all the time. I want to feel confident and grounded and happy and vibrant and healthy and sexy and all of these things. And this is what I am now doing. This is, I've done a lot of work over the last like 12 odd years since getting into this whole personal development realm. And, you know, again, not to toot my own horn, just to say that you can make this change as well. When I was a kid, I was overweight, I was unconfident, I couldn't talk to a girl to save my life. I didn't get laid until I moved out from home to Whistler uh, when I was 18 because I just couldn't bring myself to actually talk to women or, or ask for what I wanted or, or pick up a girl or like, you know, I was the guy at the school dances that was like standing over in the corner, not interacting at all, you know, too afraid to embarrass myself or ask for what I wanted. And I've gone from that to where I'm at now of, of having an amazing business, making great money, helping people change their lives, living in an amazing place in Osara, Costa Rica, getting to surf every day, feeling good, being healthier and fitter than I've ever been in my life. And that is a result of me putting in this work over the years, me understanding these patterns, these beliefs that have been running under the surface. And and doing the work to reprogram them and to change how I'm showing up in life. And again, all of this is to say that you can do that as well. A big piece of that for me, again, just to share a little bit is, I have mentioned this in some other episodes if you've been following along for a little while, is that my biological father left before I was born. So there was a big I wasn't aware of this until getting into men's work and really starting to dig into this, but there was a big unconscious belief that I just wasn't worthy. I wasn't worthy of love because if I was, why would he leave? You know, why did I get abandoned if I was this lovable thing? You know, it's like, not that I'm sure he intended to do that. There, who knows what his story was and why he chose to do that? Well, actually, because that was his pattern. <laughs> he was put up for adoption. He was abandoned. He then repeated that cycle of abandoning me. And then I had a huge abandonment wound most of my life and had a lot of trouble building relationships with men, connecting with other men, trusting other men, trusting that part of myself, trusting my own masculine energy, having confidence in myself because that there was a big hole in my heart that I had to do a lot of work to heal. And I'm still working on that. I'm definitely not healed and perfect uh you know this path of growth is is usually a lifetime <laughs> sorry if that burst any bubbles for anyone there's no quick fixes in this but i have made a lot of progress i have a lot of really great guy friends i have a community of men that are on this path with me doing this work i have tons of guys i could call up if i really needed to and i was like man like i'm dealing with something can i talk to you can can like can you support me you know, I have a lot of guys that are willing to 
hop on a call or come and see me or you know here now in Costa Rica come and help me out physically if I need to that and that wasn't the case long ago that definitely wasn't the case before men's work before diving into this and really building community of guys that are in this with me and and uh, so I, I owe a lot to that and I'm very grateful for it and again I'm saying all this because you can do that as well but you got to do the work you got to build these relationships over time and a big piece for me has been again not to continuously vlog this but being in a group being in a men's group specifically where you get to see each other through stuff you get to have conversations you get to open up and be vulnerable and really connect on a deep level with guys you create bonds that go way deeper than just a guy that you you know went skiing with or played hockey with or did sports with and had some like light locker room conversation you know you know you see, get to see each other's souls and support each other through the shit that you're dealing with and challenge each other to step up and be better, to, to show up better in your life for, for yourself, for your family, for all of this. So again, it's a big one. Uh, if you want to start digging into this yourself, what I get all of my clients and all of the guys in my groups to do is start with journaling. Start with really just sitting down and taking some time to do a few pages each on what was your relationship like with your father? What was what was his relationship like with his father? And same with your mother. And what's that been like over time? And how do you feel in general towards them? Are you do you feel safe? Do you feel supported? Do you feel like you can open up? You know, are they kind of at arm's reach? Like what's going on there in that relationship? And then Again, like how do you see that showing up in your life currently? Uh, how are your other relationships with guys, with women? How are your romantic relationships? You can journal about your romantic relationship history as well. What's worked, what hasn't, you know, go deep on this stuff. Again, just taking time to really reflect. Uh, same with money is a great one. Uh, what's your relationship with money been over your life? How has it showed up? What are your beliefs around your earning potential? What you're worth? Like all of these things. And, and what did your parents have around that? Same again, just really digging in to understand where you started and what your programming that you got given to begin with was. And then once you have all that, you can start to now decide, uh, you can design your life the way you want it. So what do you want to change? What worked? What didn't? What do you want to keep? What do you want to let go of? And start to build and more consciously design this future self that you're growing into. Because you get to do that. <laughs> you have the choice. You have the option to do this. And it's not just a snap your fingers thing. As I said, it's, it's going to take work. It's going to take time. And if you don't put in that work and put in that time, it's not going to happen. 100%. So <laughs> you you get to choose. You know, you get to design. If you want to just keep sitting on the couch and you're watching your shows in the evening and showing up to your job that you don't like, uh, you know, you can do that. There's, it's a free world. Uh, and if you want to be better, if you want to be a leader in your life, in your family, if you want to show up and be your best self, then surround yourself with men that are doing that. Surround yourself with people that are on that page as well. that are going to keep pushing you and keep calling you forward. That it's one of the most key principles to achieving anything is if you want to do something, then go find people that have done it and learn from them and be around them. And 
this is the place to do that. You're already doing it if you're listening to the show. You're already starting this path. So acknowledge you for that. And what's next? Are you, do you need to? Do you want to join an event? And not need, but like again, just to quickly drop this in, it should come from a place of desire. Not like an I'm broken and I need this, but it should come from this like I want to get better. I want to grow. I want to push myself. I wanna, I wanna step up. You know, it should come from that desire. Um, there can be some need in there too if you're needing to quit drinking, quit smoking, and kick some addiction, or like really turn some things around because your relationship is super on the rocks or whatever. But try to find that desire to grow because it's a much better motivator and it's much easier to sustain because as soon as you don't have the need anymore, if it's kicking an addiction or something like that, it's easy to just drop the thing instead of staying the path and continuing to grow and evolve because when you want to keep growing and evolving you get to keep doing that forever uh, it's it's an ongoing thing that's uh it's a beautiful path to walk that's really in my eyes what this work is all about is just uh, evolution and growth over a lifetime uh, so uh, borrowing from uh, one of our mentors melanie and Lair, she she says that all the time and i, I absolutely love it that is what it's all about continuing to grow evolve become better as you keep moving forward so <sighs> there you go that is module three identity so dig in start doing some journaling uh, lead yourself through this process and if you want support if you want community as i've said every time we have our groups launching in january we have our better men group program we have our accountability community and, and i've always got my one-on-one -on -one stuff not always for now until i'm full <laughs> uh eventually that will be a thing but for now i've got space to take on new one-on-one -on -one clients so whatever you want to do whatever level of support you're looking for it is available. Uh, links are in the show notes to reach out. I'm happy to chat if you want to get into any more of this. For now, thank you very much again for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for helping us achieve our mission of changing the world one man at a time. And we'll see you next time on Men Doing the Work.